self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am Calamity Red. And we are Conversation Con Artists coming at you with another episode. Is this not simpler? Is it not your natural state? It's the unspoken truth of humanity that you crave subjugation. The bright lure of freedom diminishes your life's joy in a mad scramble for power, for identity. You are made to be ruled. In the end, you will always kneel. Don't kneel, Loki. Don't kneel for Taylor. Please don't kneel for Taylor. Loki is the uh, master of illusion. Maybe this is an illusion. <laughs> Maybe he's Maybe not really trick. here for fucking Taylor Swift because I don't have time. So what's your what's your favorite? What's your top three, three Marvel movies? Well, because I like Loki. Um, I like Thor. But I like Loki in the Avengers probably better because he had more of a part um, probably the Avengers, Iron Man, because I just love Tony Stark. Anybody that's a smart ass is on my list. I feel like like the movie for that character. Mm-hmm. Um, Avengers, Iron Man. I don't know. They fucked the Superman movie to shit. We ain't bringing DC into this. Okay, I'm just so Mm-mm. angry about that. Still, <laughs> I just it burns me. Um, <laughs> I like Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh shit! Yes, <laughs> I am Groot and Rocket. Yes, Captain America: Civil War. I almost rolled my eyes, but I like that one. <laughs> I know you do, even though you irrationally hate Captain hate. America. I like Civil War because it isn't about Captain America. That's why I like it. If it was about him, I wouldn't like it because he. I don't want to get into that. You might like. One and two, no, but you like one and two better than something else that exists. Origin story, so I know it's going to be completely about him because it's his origin. Like, so no, um, so you can't like a character and enjoy everything else that surrounds their environment. No, I'm gonna point something that you do like that out one day. (laughs) I want to let you know, you can't just hate Captain America for no reason. I just think he's a whack superhero. We've been over this. I just find him to be a whack superhero. I don't like him. I just don't. I don't want to see his storylines. Like, I don't care. I like Tony Stark. You know. I like Thor. So, a new Captain America. A different one than the one that... Not Steve Rogers. Maybe. The Winter Soldier is Captain America or the Falcon is Captain America. I could probably get with that, maybe. I like the Winter Soldier. I did like him. In Civil War, because I hadn't seen the Winter Soldier. You should. Captain. No. You should, because the Winter Soldier is great. I like him, but not enough to sit through But you should, America. because he ain't doing nothing but roasting Captain America the whole time. <laughs> you should watch Captain America 2 because he is getting roasted by the Winter Soldier at every step. I don't know that I can do it. I just dislike him. I don't know. I don't know why you like him. I don't like him. Your hatred for him is just so irrational <laughs> that by contrast, I, my neutral and your hatred has such a big gap between it. That it has to be addressed. You've got to find out 
Why you got Captain America PTSD? I don't have Captain America PTSD. I just think he's a whack superhero. I just don't. I don't care for him. There are other superheroes that you think are whack that do not like have this who? level of hatred. Like who? It's got to be other superheroes that just ain't worth a damn. You just want to hate Captain America. I think it's, I think it's a reflection of how you feel about America. Well, I think you just hate that his name is Captain America and America right now is shit. It is and, shit. And, and you I, have I, connected those two together and now you can't look at Captain America and he represents freedom and I mean, positivity think, and all this shit in America and maybe look at maybe us. I'm too much of a pessimist to like America. <laughs> Maybe it's his positivity and his optimism that just annoys the shit out of me. And it's that fucking shield. I hate that shield. (laughs) I think it's stupid that he has a shield. I hate it. I hate it so much. I don't look at Captain America as positive. I just think he just, he exists and he don't really even want to in the world that he live in right now. So then he should be a much darker fucking character than he is. If he's that upset about his life in general. Imagine if you went to sleep I'd say it, but I wouldn't be peppy like him. I would be a, a dark he ain't character. Peppy. He's a leader. He just got you got to lead like Cyclops See, the same shit. And I don't like just Cyclops either. I'm not <laughs> Cyclops is probably my least favorite X Men. Okay, so we can dwindle this down to leaders <laughs> who are seemingly optimistic that have mediocre powers. Yes. Cyclops power is actually you fucking Great. ruined Cyclops' power for me because I really thought he was setting shit on fire, and then you had to come and tell me that it's just the pressure, and now it just yeah, ruined it for me because of force. I really thought that he was setting shit on fire. It's like getting him by getting hit by thirty buses. Why is it red? <laughs> That's what fucks with me. It's what that color would make more sense? I don't know. Blue. Then I would think he was freezing things. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Too much Mortal Kombat. When I see red or orange, it's fire. And, it's, and and that's just what it is. And you ruined it for me. But I already didn't like him because he's he's like Captain America. He's still... I feel like Tony Stark could take the leadership position sometime when they're in certain situations. He doesn't do it in that little pansy-ass way. But he's manipulative. He is. Maybe that's why I like him. Maybe that speaks to my personality. He's very self-involved. Narcissism is strong with Iron Man. It is. But I, listen, Tony Stark. if I was going to have to kick it with between Iron Man and Captain America, I would choose Iron Man every time. I feel like Captain America would be boring. Iron Man would blow you off if you weren't on his level already. So you got to be a very important person already to get an audience with Iron Man. That doesn't make it any better that, that fucking Captain America is so low that he would hang out with me anyway. That doesn't help his case. You, you are willing to acknowledge your your lowness just to put Captain America down there? Yes. Mm-mm. Okay, what superhero, if of any superhero you can think of, would you want to hang out with? Because hmm. I don't know the answer to that question either. I don't know. I like Storm. I think I would like to hang out. I like the Storm. I did like how they did her in the um, this latest X Men movie, the Young Storm. Mm-hmm. Um, Mohawk Storm. Yeah, Mohawk Storm. I, I I think I'd like to kick it with Mohawk Storm. Um, did you know that Storm? 
she flies because of the atmospheric because she can control atmospheric pressure. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like that's how she fly like Storm is a beast like Yeah. In 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 the comic series, you know, she's downplayed a lot in movies. I want her TV. to get an origin. I would, I would totally watch an origin movie like how Wolverine got an origin. You know story. what's going to have to happen? Black Panther movie going to have to do Amazing. So y'all hear that? Y'all fucking go watch Black Panther <laughs> when it comes out. It's, it's gonna that have totally to be needs to happen. I, I can't. I like what they did with him. And was it Civil War? I like what they did with him in that. So if his movie is like that guy and that level, I'll like the movie because I liked him in Civil War. Yeah. He was badass. I think the Marvel gonna have to see that a black character origin is gonna do very well for yeah. them to say. Well, race ain't an issue in making an origin story. Yeah. So we can do a storm. And don't fucking do it with. Ha- I don't like Halle Berry's storm. I didn't want to. Halle Berry too really. old for that, man. Is she too old for that? I mean, a storm probably about 60 or 70 years old. Yeah. <laughs> like all of these characters. But like the origin story is going to be like her younger. I don't know that she would be able to do yeah. that. Yeah. I like the girl who played, you know, that. And I like that they, they gave her accent. Her accent. Cause Halle Berry didn't never had it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, was, she wasn't even gonna try. Either. She wasn't even a fucking <laughs> attempted. She was just like, I'm just gonna be me. Fuck that accent. storm. <laughs> so I the reason, like oh, the storm. reason that I know, because you know, you always find stuff about our characters. I mean, I ain't read every single comic of every single everything, you know. But there was a a meme that was had Storm and Rogue from the first movie, mm-hmm. and it had. Halle Berry saying that it had Rogue saying there's a cure you know like in the first movie they had that cure mm-hmm. Rogue was saying there's a cure and Storm was like uh, there is no cure because there's nothing wrong with us Yeah, you know and then up under that it said so the girl who literally fucking touches everything she dies <laughs> everything she touches dies is interested in a cure and Rogue the person who fucking control weather is saying that there's nothing wrong with us like if you touched everything you fucking if you couldn't touch shit without yeah. it dying like yeah. like Storm married Black Panther like Rogue <laughs> she can't touch people without gloves on <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's like Cyclops got one of them fucking glasses out of time he sleeping in glasses he has to sleep in the because if you wake up out of a dream you just go fuck everything up like I don't I guess I don't know because behind the device that he uses for his eyes, I don't know if that is a con- at a constant state of shooting out and he can control it. Like, no, I don't know if he like, can take it out well, now. On the latest X-Men movie, when they gave him to him, he opened his eyes because it, it, it would block the whatever the fuck, come, the pressure, the force from his eyes. So I feel like it's just constantly blocking it until he takes it off. But this still might just be young Scott because... In the other X-Men movies, he just had on like some red shades. Now, I don't know if those shades were still connected to probably, blocking it in. Probably so. Maybe they I would just think like that a grown Cyclops version. at some point would be able to control control that shit. But is it controllable? Like, because he, I think once it like presented itself, because at the beginning, he was just walking around with his eye. And then sometimes it, it, it would just like fucking do that without his controlling it and then I think then at one point it just it was always coming out he had to walk around with his eyes closed 
I have no idea. I mean, in this in, in, in that this movie, current movie, yeah, in the young young Scott, but like any young mutant couldn't control like Jean Grey. No young mutant in this was expected to be yeah. able to control their powers. I don't think. But he always has on glass. Like I feel like at some point, if he got to control it, he wouldn't have the glasses on at all. He wouldn't need them. Like even the shades. Like who the fuck just walks around with shades on all the time? He's net. Like he always has his glasses on. Some kind of glasses all the time. I don't know. There's a reason that he never takes them shades off. I feel like if he was asleep and he didn't have the shades on, he would like have a bad dream and wake up and like fuck the ceiling up. <laughs> or like if he was turned toward wait, was it he was Jean Grey? Mm-hmm. He was turned like he would fuck her all the shit. Like, <laughs> like I don't know, man, because she'll be like she'll probably foresee that shit <laughs> and turn oh, yeah. his ass, turn his ass the other way with her damn telekinesis. Yeah. <laughs> But he still fuck up the house. Like I, I just, he probably sleeping. He'll them fuck shit. up the house. He probably sleeping them shit. That has to be uncomfortable. I've fallen asleep with my glasses on when I, because I used to sleep in my contacts. But my optometrist got in my ass about that, so now I don't. But I fall asleep with my glasses on, and I always wake up like it's not comfortable. I have to take them shits off. So I can't imagine having to have them on to keep from fucking up shit. It has to be terrible. You know, I, I was thinking that I would hang out with Star Lord. But he really ain't nothing but a criminal con artist. And, yeah, he probably con you. At yeah, some point. I know at some yeah. point. And then I was like, I hang out with Black Panther, but he like a fucking king of a whole nation. Like, I ain't on his level. Like, I ain't gonna be able to just talk about politics <laughs> and shit with Black Panther. You know, I need somebody that's a hero. I will out Spider Man. I hang out with Spider Man. Okay. Spider Man Poe. He broke. He's still smart now. We can have a conversation. You know, but it'll look normal as fuck if we was in Starbucks just chilling. He's more relatable. Yeah. yeah. Spider Man. Or Ant Man. As long as it's like Paul Rudd. Oh, God. Type. I love Paul Rudd and Ant Man. Like, he'll be, he'll be silly to hang out with, but I think that's, I got to hang out with somebody low level. I mean, I would like to hang out with like Rocket and Groot. I, they have to come together so that he can like trick. Because Groot just said, I am Groot, so I wouldn't know what the fuck he was saying. But but they they criminals too. Rocket more than Groot. I think Groot just kind of go along with it. But like what kind of conversation would you be having with a... With Groot? With Rocket. With Rocket. I don't, he's that, just an asshole. But, like, but he's so... I think it's because he's cute. <laughs> I still think he's cute. He's a little raccoon. If you saw a raccoon out there by your trash can... You was getting the fuck back in your Man, house. Yeah, the actual <laughs> raccoon, the meanest shit. Like, the fuck? This is a talking, like, you know, functioning <laughs> raccoon. And he's cute. I would, like, you know. And I felt bad for him when he was, like, when they showed, like, the scarring on mm-hmm. him. And I felt bad for him. I definitely oh, wouldn't hang out with no, nobody from. Fuck, what Thor from? Damn. Asgard. Nobody from Asgard. Man, I can't understand that. They talk like the Bible. <laughs> I can't understand the Bible. <laughs> I would hang out with Loki, though. I wonder if you could, like, ask Loki if he could, you know, change to somebody. <laughs> like, can you change to anybody? Yeah, like, he, if you hang out with Loki, you can hang out with anybody. Exactly. He can become anybody. I mean, if he would do it. He well, might yeah. change you into like a pumpkin or some shit. I don't know. Loki might be. A, he, I don't think about hanging out with Loki, you have to watch him because he, he's a. He's a mischievous and he's an asshole so yeah you kind of have to watch it with him i just think he's funny i just like tom hiddleston Let i just, just don't from from his role in these movies i just don't know i want him to be good but i don't know if he ever will be but because they keep painting him but traditionally like the in the lore loki's just machine like he 
he's never like a main character in like the uh, mythology. He's the character that caused shit to go on because he's mischievous and so he always causing shit. He, I don't think he's really good or bad. He's just mischievous. Now, I was, and the reason I know so much about this is because I was actually reading about this like last night, literally, because I have a book on like different mythologies. Norse. But this is Nor, yeah, mm-hmm. the Norse gods. So like. He was never really thought to be good or bad. He was mischievous. And so he created situations and for, for like the good gods and the bad. He created situations for them to show what they could do, but he wasn't really good or bad. He just was mischievous and just did shit. Like there was a um there's a story where he there's like this um I don't know, she's a fairy. She she has these apples and she's the reason that the gods are immortal and they don't die because they eat her apples. And Loki gave her to a giant and then all of the um, gods were like freaking out and got a man. So then Loki had to go back and get her ass and bring her back. So like he created the problem, but he also fixed the problem. Like, I don't think he's supposed to be good or bad. I think he's supposed to just, just create, get in the shit all just the time. Just get in the shit all the time and, and give Thor and the rest of them a reason to like show their goodness or show their evilness depending on who he working with at the time but I don't think Loki's supposed to be good or bad so I don't think that question will ever get answered I think he's gonna do both good and bad stuff and it's gonna be like the fuck is going on with Loki like I think that's what he's in the Norse mythology that's how he is anyway like he's never he just does shit he's just mischievous he had no reason to get at the giant his the the, the chick in her apples he just Mm -hmm. Felt like fucking with the gods. So he did. <laughs> yeah, well. I definitely wouldn't fucking hang out with Loki. That's what I'm I, saying. I, I wouldn't hang out with Loki, no. I mean, I wouldn't hang out with the gonna set me up for no okie doke. Yeah. I mean, Loki is that friend, like when you were in high school, is that friend that you like, but every time you hung out with them, you got into some kind of trouble because they always had like this shit, some kind of idea that got everybody in trouble, but they were like charismatic, so people liked hanging out with them. Just like every time I go somewhere with you, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Loki's that guy. So I would, I would like, I wouldn't hang out with Loki all the time. Loki is like that person where you just bored and it's like, I'm gonna hang out with Loki. Yeah. Cause you know it ain't gonna, it's gonna be something. It ain't gonna be boring. It will never be boring. Yeah. Well, that went on for a while. Like way longer. Way longer than it normally does. But, and we got completely out. The reason I did the Loki quote is because Tom Hendelson is dating Taylor Swift, which I'll get into later because fuck that bitch. But yeah. Well, damn. I don't like Taylor Swift. I will explain why later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I want to talk to y'all about the website. <laughs> Go to www.conversationconartist.com to check out the links to our podcast for the week, to our old podcast episodes, well, our current one, and uh, to leave us some feedback uh, in the form of a listener letter. Um, or to subscribe to our newsletter or to send us some feedback so you can find me on twitter at mr m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on point and i can be found at red underscore calamity and as he mentioned we're still doing the listener letter portion of the show um so if you have a question comment whatever that you would like to send in you can send it in through the website or you can send it to our gmail account which is conversationcarnartist at gmail.com and we have a letter about something that i actually have done and the answer is gonna be basically because people are assholes including me but i'm gonna (laughs) get into this so um this is from raven from brooklyn 
Uh, we met a year ago at a house party in Bmore. I sat next to him on the couch because he had prime real estate by the long fan because he was and because he was sexy as hell. He introduced himself. We soon discovered we were both from Brooklyn. We spent the night discussing music and books and even politics. At the time, neither one of us believed Trump had a chance. Back in New York, we managed to meet up a few times over the summer and then more so over in the fall. And then what with holiday familial obligations and traveling, we didn't see each other again until late January. Then he asked me out for Valentine's Day and showed up with roses. And without having a discussion about it, just like that, he became a constant feature in my life. Our laissez-faire text went from every now and again to a continuous, ongoing, ever-varied conversation about everything and nothing. I went from wondering if he'd call to assuming we'd spend our weekend together. I met his mom, accidentally, and his sister on purpose. Throughout his lazy chase of me, I had never pressed him, never hoped. And then one day I woke up and I knew I loved him. And I told him, and without hesitation, he said, love you too. And everything was perfect. So last month, I threw him a surprise birthday party and I invited all his friends. His sister helped me with the planning and we, his sister and I, became closer because of it. He was truly surprised and we all had a great time. He even gave a toast thanking me for being a great girlfriend. That was the first time he'd said that in public. What's the word for better than perfect? That night, when my surprise party for him was winding down, he left with his boys for the turn up. I joked with him. I joked with them to watch him. He kissed me a little. Uh, he kissed me a little drunkenly, a little sloppily, goodbye, with a promise to be good. I called him at noon the next day to see if he was okay, and he didn't pick up. So then I texted him, "Are you okay?" And a couple of hours later, he replied, "Just woke up. Talk to you later." He hasn't texted me since. It took me a while to realize after calling and texting that he ghosted on me. I just don't know why. So I thought I'd write out the chain of events in an unbiased way, in the most unbiased way as possible. So you can tell me where I went wrong. What signs did I miss? Why didn't he at least say something? Everything was good. We were good. What happened? Why would anyone think ghosting was acceptable? Now, I I do need to say, because I preface this by saying this is something that I've done, never to this extent. Like, usually when I get ghosted on people, it's at the very beginning. It ain't no I love. It ain't like we're not like meeting parents and all of that shit. That's just really fucked up. Um... The times that I have done this, and again, I know that I'm an asshole for this, so the the answer to your question is that people are assholes. I mean, that's really, people are assholes. Um, It's because I don't want to have that awkward conversation of, well, it's not working out or I'm not interested because it just goes on and people try to convince you that you just haven't given it enough time or da-da-da-da. And it's like, no, I'm not fucking interested. So I will get ghosts. But this is at the very beginning. This is like, you know two dates in when I realized like I'm not feeling this this ain't going nowhere like I just don't want to be bothered and if I've gotten the vibe that you're gonna be one of them kind of people that will say well we should just keep going out like you, you'll get there no I won't like <laughs> no I won't I'm trying to like save you some money and save myself some time it ain't working at this point it's not a suggestion it's not a I'm thinking about this like it's happening. Yes. It's not like no. you don't get the way in. No. <laughs> no, I'm done. Like, it's over with. So, the times that I've done that, and like I said, it's been at the very beginning. Like, this shit here, like, you done met his family and shit. Like, that's just really, that's like a super asshole. I don't really have an explanation for that because that's not something I would ever do. I feel like once our families have gotten involved and shit, and I didn't plan the birthday party for you and shit, like, that warrants a conversation. Like, you don't just, like, get ghost on somebody. Like, I don't know what the fuck that was about. I think that... Have you seen Scrubs, right? Yes. 
if, if you've seen Scrubs, if you haven't seen Scrubs, the main character's name, which is hilarious, by the way, you should have seen every one of them. <laughs> the main character's name is JD. And one of his things in the show is that he usually breaks up with girls for very tiny, minuscule reasons. <laughs> like, one girl he broke up with, everything was perfect about her. But instead of laughing, she would say, That's so funny. <laughs> And that was a problem with him because she wasn't laughing. He was like, you know, if it's funny, people just laugh. Yeah. And I'm just bringing that up to say that you never know what you're going to do in your dialogue with a person that's going to make you say, I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> and you know what? It can be petty. Could be. It can be Seinfeld level of petty, yeah. you know, or it can be Max. But that person ain't going to tell you what it is. And I think that going our conversation about dudes being called too nice. You're too nice. Yeah. From my perspective, yeah. not, not how you've used you're too nice yes. before. But <laughs> the way that I've been used too nice is like, <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to tell you what the real issue is. I'll tell you what this thing that you would like to hear is that will make you feel better about me nice. saying, no, I'm, I'm the fuck out of here. You know, it, it's kind of like that. Nobody going to just be like, listen, you talk too much when don't nobody want to hear that shit. You don't talk enough. When people need to hear something from your ass, and you burnt up the chicken last time, so didn't you just recently burn up the chicken? I didn't burn it up. Okay, all right. I I overcooked it. Uh, now that ain't burnt up. Okay, wait. So the difference being what? There is a there is an area when you're cooking <laughs> with chicken thighs, you got a big window of moist deliciousness. Okay. When you're cooking with chicken breasts, there is a there's a window between juicy deliciousness and burnt as fuck that it looked good, but it's just inedible. It just dry as shit on the inside. You bite it and it's stringy. So I could have took a picture of that shit and been like, you know, dinner goals or some shit like that. But it didn't turn. It was not good. It it was gonna be a fucking Trojan horse oh, of fuck shit if wow. anybody else would have ate some of that chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, my dinner focused on rice, biscuit, and asparagus with some fucked up chicken. But either way, ain't nobody gonna tell me the chicken was fucked up. Yeah. They gonna eat that fucked up ass chicken and leave and never take my ass back. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, it must have been the fucking chicken. <laughs> I think, though, in both of what we're talking about is in the early stages. Like, when she describing, like, y'all were like in this. Like, I love yous have been exchanged, the parents have been met, and you close enough to his sister where y'all planning shit together. And then this nigga just go. He just ghosts. He just ain't there no more. Like, well, I, I think we're missing a component in the story that is usually related to a guy's presence or absence which is the sexual component of the situation like was the first time that y'all had sex recently he got it in and left or had you not been having any sex over this whole time and he was really not feeling and he was out because he met some chick that night and was like you yeah, know what he was drunk yeah. you admitted that he was drunk when he left you know what <laughs> I think this this night has is overtaking all the rest of that other shit <laughs> you know cause men That's ain't always sad. looking for the same thing that women looking for I mean I think men are looking for the same thing that women looking for I just don't think they know it until they lose it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they know it until they can't have it no more Dude, because they like, thought oh, they no. wanted. It's like I thought I wanted some ass and so I got it from somewhere else but I lost all these other things. 
I just don't think they know until it's out of here. Yeah, I mean, when I go ghost, it's usually because so here's here's how I, how I operate when I when I go out with somebody. I just feel like I've gone out with people and I've been excited and I've been like I can't wait to go out with them again because I feel like that's how it's supposed to feel if there's a connection there. Like it's not gonna be like oh my god I love him but I should be excited like I should be looking forward to it right. If I go out with you and like you text me asking me about going out again and I'm like like if it feels like a chore at that point is this that gonna work for me like because that that part like I know me it ain't gonna change like I'm either with it or I'm not it's not gonna change so and I've done this before I've tried to explain to somebody before that I just don't feel like the vibe and and that is like one of the most awkward like sometimes it's just not worth going down that road because I can't explain it any better than I'm just not feeling it like I don't have an explanation I'm just not feeling it like and because I don't have a more like specific explanation then it's like well you just need we just need to keep going and it's like no no what you're not you're not hearing me i don't want to go out with you anymore i i'm not enjoying it i'm trying to save you some money here like it's no point in us doing this because i'm not feeling it and that's what that so in my experience trying to explain that is so difficult that i just get ghosts and just Another disappear. component of getting ghosts has to be that it can be some. It has to be somebody that you can actually get away from. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't start dating a coworker oh, and then be like, "I'm just gonna not take the call." Yeah, because they gonna be in your face at your office. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like you gonna walk into work and they gonna be in your desk, just turn around in your desk. Like, why you been calling me, bitch? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. It has to be a situation where you can't get away. Where Otherwise, you're not run into yeah, you got to finesse that other situation yes. <laughs> somehow. Yeah. I don't. So, the explanation, because I guess her question is why do people do this? It, it, the, the reasoning varies, but honestly, and I can admit this again, because this is something I've done. It's kind of an asshole thing to do. You know, I could give them an explanation, I would probably want an explanation. But I just don't. And I, I, essentially because I'm a bit of an asshole when it comes to that. I just, it ain't worth the trouble to me. Because I feel like it's so far in the beginning that I don't feel like you're going to be all of that hurt by it. Like, you might be irritated. And we've been out a couple of times and, like, I just kind of disappear. I feel like you're going to be more irritated than what she described. And, like, that's going to be a hurt kind of situation where it's like, you told me you love me and now you're gone as opposed to like we went out a couple of times the shit was kind of dry and I just you didn't hear from me anymore like I don't feel like I'm like ruining lives and you never know his ass might have found out he got AIDS or something <laughs> and the best way to spare you was to just be out you know I don't, ain't no telling or he might have won the lottery he was like fuck this I'm out ain't no telling man it ain't no point of wondering at the point that it, it's over you just move on yeah basically and I don't and I I've never like well I guess I have kind of got ghost <laughs> but I think everybody has. it's been like for me it's been like I meet somebody on a dating site and I'll be texting them and I have some long work weeks and when I get off I just don't think about communicating with folk I have weeks like that yeah <laughs> where it'll be a whole week and I'll be like I ain't text nobody that then if they call me we had communication yeah. but they text me and so if you're talking to a woman or a dude that is kind of Demanding of time and Needy. communication, Needy. then it's gonna look ghost when I don't text you for a week, and then yeah. I text you a week later and be like, "What's up?" 
that's don't think people thing. like that inconsistency. Well, and I, I think that's another thing about what we do. Like, there, we, I, I'm around people all the time. All I do is sit and listen to people talk. And sometimes I don't want to fucking listen to somebody talk. Like, sometimes I just want to be in my apartment in the silence. I don't want to text you. I don't want to talk to you. I just want to watch Murder and Mayhem on their ID channel. Kingston don't talk. So even if he wants some attention, it ain't the talking kind. I don't have to interact and engage with him. I can just pat him on the head and that's it. I, sometimes I just need that space. And and some people can't explain, understand that, especially in the beginning. Because in the beginning, it's supposed to be, I guess, constant communication because it's new and exciting. I ain't that person. Like, it ain't going to be. It's not going to be that way with me. Like, I, I'm just not that person. And I get in moods where I do not want to be bothered. And... It probably has a lot to do with why I'm still single, to be honest. But I just, it's how I am. It's how I operate. It's how I've learned to, like, compartmentalize things and not get overwhelmed with work. And Because I can't do that at work. I can't go into work and be like, I don't know why the fuck to talk to me today. Because that's my job, is to mm-hmm. talk to people and listen. Yep. So I have to save that for them. You know, I can't expend it all, I guess. In my free time, so I don't know. But basically, people are, are kind of asshole. It's very, he just sound like a, like that again. I have never gotten that involved with somebody that got ghost. Like that kind of warrants a conversation. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you didn't got to my mama know you and and likes you and we, we didn't you know done the family thing and I just threw you a fucking birthday party that warrants the conversation. Like like let's talk about this. So do you just get ghost? And he responded to her and said, you know, I just woke up. I'm gonna call you later. <laughs> so before when he answered that text between then and never talking to her again, he had some kind of epiphany. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he figured out he does, in fact, want to be single. Maybe maybe that time he had with his boys was more fun than the party he had with you. And maybe he realized, like, I still want to be out here hoeing around. I don't, this whole family thing is not where I'm at in life right now. I don't know. It doesn't make it any less assholish. Don't get me wrong, but. If he would have told you that this wasn't working, you'd still be in the same position. Yeah, essentially. You'll be you'll feel the same way and yeah. you'll get no better. Yeah. You ain't gonna be like, you know what? I respect him <laughs> for spending all of this time with me yeah. and getting to know me and putting energy into me when I could have been with somebody else. But I respect him for telling me that, you know, he don't wanna be with me or nothing of that exactly. shit. Exactly. That's not how that would that work. That might be worse. It works worse than some kind, depending on how to do handle it. Yeah. And that's a <sighs> Sometimes it's just better not to have a conversation. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure that didn't help. Because the thing is, there's not an answer to your question that's going to make this a better situation. That's the thing. Like, there's not an answer that's going to make you be like, okay, like, this is just going to be one of those situations where you have to just take the L and move on. I'm inclined to say that nothing you did Probably not. is no. a problem. I nothing that so. you have done in this situation is what led to him doing what he doing. It, it's it's probably a hundred percent on his side. Yeah. I mean, people do that from time to time. It's you know? unfortunate. That's why dating sucks ass. I don't know if I've ever said that before, but it's the worst. I hate it. I fucking hate it. It's it's awful. It's it's the worst. It's the worst. I, I hate like it. on on plenty of fish and Jesus Christ. I'm gonna save all my plenty of fish <laughs> stories 
for when we do the dating. I'm thing. just saying, <laughs> I'm starting to look at these profiles and be and rating them on levels of crazy. <laughs> like I'm oh, not yeah. even. Well, for for women, like. <laughs> for women, they rate dudes on levels of pervertedness. Mm-hmm. I rate women on level of craziness. <laughs> women ain't perverted. They wait for us to do that. Yeah. But women are probably crazy. Like I'm, I'm looking at profiles like she's like level eight crazy. <laughs> oh, she might be a level two. Oh no, level two. <laughs> you know, like I'm still on there. For entertainment purposes, really, at this point, because the thing that I've learned about like the men that are on Plitted Fish, most of them are illiterate. So, like, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck it was you were trying to say in your profile because everything is misspelled or you don't know subject verb agreement. Like, it, it's just terrible. Or it's a shit ton of men in prison on there. Like, you would be surprised. Like, I'm talking about like posing in the yard. I saw one the other night of a guy that was like posted up on the toilet in his cell. Like there's a ton of men like obviously in prison. And some of them will like address that in their about me section. And others will just talk like everything is lovely. <laughs> like they not locked up and actually will give a description for their first date. Like nigga you not go. We not going on no first date. You locked up. It ain't no dates. Like I guess I could come on visit. Like visiting hours. That ain't a date though. Like you. They talking about going out to eat. And, nigga you can't do that. You're in prison. Like you got your prison lights on. I see these dudes in the background. Like, you're obviously locked up. It's not going to happen. Like, at this point, plenty of fish is just, when I have a bad day and I need a laugh, I'll just go on there and look at profiles because it's kind of ridiculous. It's kind of ridiculous. I guess I'm going to have to say the profiles I've come across on. You need to for the for dating week, episode. Because because I don't have no dating experiences that I have been horrible. Co- I, don't, I don't have as many as AC Blow does. I'm telling y'all, like, his life, I t- you should write a book just on the dates that you've been on because they're so ridiculous. They're so ridiculous. Mine are nowhere near, like, mine are kind of boring compared to his. Like I said, he went out with somebody that murdered someone. And, you know, <laughs> like, he just, it's going to be hilarious. Like, I still laugh at these stories that I've heard them already. And his life is, like, his luck with women some of the worst I've ever seen. It's just, it's just really sad. But yes, yeah, so I don't know if that answered that question. I don't know that there is an answer to that question. Hopefully, we did the best we could. We rambled on. We have a tendency <laughs> to do that. Mm-hmm. wrong. So again, if you have a question that you would like for us to ramble on about on the show, you can send it in through the website, or you can send it to our uh, Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. So, okay, let's let's go ahead and get out, get this Taylor Swift thing over. Um, I don't like Taylor Swift, and I never have. And she's currently dating Loki, also known as Tom Hiddleston, and I'm not fucking here for. It. I was actually enraged when I saw this. Now I know everybody's gonna wonder why do you hate Taylor Swift? She's America's sweetheart. How can you hate Taylor Swift? Let me tell you why I hate her. <laughs> because Taylor Swift is fake as fuck, and it annoys me. It always has. Now I get you want to have this clean cut image when you first come out, especially because she was young. I get it, but like I feel like she's carried this over, and her actions don't necessarily match up to this image that she's trying to keep now. Anybody 
else that like dates as many people as she does in a short of amount of time as she does would be called all kind of hoes and they just out here hooking up and da 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 Taylor Swift is like, poor Taylor. She just can't find love. Poor Taylor. Like, are you fucking kidding me? She was just with Calvin Harris. Now she out here with Tom Hiddleston. Like, she was with John parents. Mayer before that? That's been one of the people. Like, she got a whole fucking roster at this point. Like, she's been with a lot of people. She's been linked. And the thing that also pisses me off is that Again, I just feel like if you it's unfair that women get judged on this more than men do. But if you're going to be unfair, be unfair across the fucking board. Everybody that she is seen with is her boyfriend. Everybody that uh, Rihanna is seen with is just somebody she hooking up with at the time. She gets the, oh, she's that they're dating. Like, how the fuck you know they dated? Maybe they're not dating. Maybe they are just hooking up. Taylor Swift's completely capable of that. I don't like her for that. And I also don't like her because... She still does that fake shit when she wins. Like that, oh my god, me? I want, like, yes, bitch, you won this year, last year, the year before. You'll probably win next year. Like, what you want that. Taylor Swift to do? You want her to be like, yeah, bitches. <laughs> me. She, she ain't got to be Kanye. She ain't got to go all the way to Kanye, which I have a whole thing about him we'll get to. But. He made that bitch famous. Oh, God. <laughs> I had to say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she don't have to do that but I mean when they call your name you can just smile like be gracious but you don't have to do that shock thing I just think she's fake I don't think I don't think that we know who she actually is I know who she presents herself to be I know what that's what she shows but I don't think that's how that bitch is I don't and I think that a lot of her relationships don't work out because of her I just feel that way I don't like her I think Tom Hiddleston could do better I just don't like this for Loki. I feel like he needs to like, I don't know, just do I mean, better. I think when you look at most people in our society, they have one or two people that they date and then third person maybe, you know, go the distance or whatever, at least longer term relationships. When you're talking about Jennifer Aniston, when you're talking about Taylor's, when you're talking about people that got a lot, not even just women, like dude, when you talk about people that have a long list of relationships. You're probably the issue. Yeah. You're pro <laughs> it's probably something wrong with you. Don't know what it is. Yeah. With those those women. But every time it's just they always got somebody. And then that new. Taylor Swift gonna write a whole fucking album about it. And it's like I'm just tired of that. I'm tired of that. I I I just all these guys they just they're not right or I'm just tired of that. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of her. Like she irritates me. She always has. I've never been a Taylor Swift fan. I don't think that I probably ever will I have liked a couple of her songs so it's not where it's like I can separate her from her music for the most part she's had a song or two that I've kind of thought was catchy so that's fine her though her as a person I ain't here for it and I feel like Tom Hiddleston could do better I just do I don't like it I don't like her she fucking irritates me and I was crushed when I saw that she didn't jump from Calvin Harris literally like a week to Tom Hiddleston. I like Tom Hiddleston. I like Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. I mean, I don't want to put... I don't want to make him sound like, oh, you know, he going to be tainted tight. We don't know what in the world he is in his off time. That's true, but like... I just feel like she's evil. He better be Loki in that relationship. I know. (laughs) He needs to be Loki. Now, for this, he needs to be Loki. I just... I don't fucking know. I just had to get that out. Tom Hiddleston is like the good guy. He is. And I'm talking about like in real life. Like, Mm -hmm. 
kind, generous, has good interviews, interacts with people positively. And I feel like that's genuinely who he is. I feel like that's who Taylor wants you to believe she is. I just, I'm not convinced. But it's possible. It is. She might be that. Yes. I'm not convinced. I think she isn't those things. I don't know. I'm not here for it. This is not a match that I approve of. Not that anybody gives a fuck about my approval. But I gather, I gather intel on people and make my opinions about them based on that. And the last thing Taylor Swift did that I wasn't fond of was she snatched all her music off of Spotify, which I'm pretty sure led other artists to snatch some of their music off of Spotify, you know, feeling like she wasn't getting paid enough for, you know, the Spotify situation. When you're tearing up the world in terms of monetary gain from your music, like how much more do you have to make, you know, because I've heard Taylor Swift songs on Spotify. I just never would have heard them otherwise. You know what I'm saying? I just, yeah. It's not like, oh damn, she took her music off of Spotify. Like that introduces you to a lot of music that mm-hmm. you would not have otherwise come into contact with. I think things, services like that, help you out. Yeah, more than anything. Because I listen to their new and fresh all the time. Because I I I listen to a, a wide variety of music. So, and um, I listen to related artists. Yeah. If I find a new artist and I like you, I'm going to related artists and I'm listening to. At least ten of those artists that I haven't heard of your top three or four songs, mm-hmm. you know. So if Taylor Swift ever came up in one, I guarantee you I would not go listen. <laughs> but somebody who is not me probably would go listen. Yeah. So, but that it made me just it just added a component of in on to my intel. I've been playing the division, so I'm using the word intel because that's all well, yeah, we collect in the damn game. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, man. It was. I, I don't know, man. Fuck her. That's how I feel. Fuck that chick. Um, I ain't got nothing against Taylor Swift I necessarily. Do. She just ain't on my radar at all. Like I just don't care about her existence. She did do a version of "Drops of Jupiter" on in a concert, which that song is awesome to me. By yes, Train, it's amazing, and I like that. Again, That's it. I I don't I don't dislike her. I can separate her from her music. So there's been some songs that I, I thought were catchy, like I said, and I've listened to. Um, so it's not that like it's her as a person that I dislike. I don't really give a shit about her music. Like her, I feel like she's fake and it annoys me. Um, but speaking of Taylor, that goes into Kanye. That video for famous is one of the most disturbing shits I've ever seen in my life like it's let me just say I haven't watched the whole thing because I couldn't get past that voyeuristic part where he like takes the camera and he panning on all the bodies and breathing all hard and shit that was the and he did that shit for like a long time I stopped watching it so if you ain't seen this video apparently it's a bunch of naked people in the bed Kanye West Taylor Swift Kim Kardashian Ray J Khloe Kardashian I mean not Khloe Kardashian Kim Kardashian, uh, Riri, Chris Brown, Caitlyn Jenner, George Bush, Donald Trump. The only real people, the actual people, are only Kanye and Kim. The rest of these people are like doppelgangers that he is like hired to pose as these people. So these people did not agree to this. These people did not agree to be in the video, and I'm sure they didn't agree for their likeness to be you. Rihanna might have, maybe. Cause she on the song. She don't. I know. I know good and damn well. George Bush and, and Donald Trump didn't. Uh, I know Taylor Swift didn't. Now again. Now 
even with me having just said that I ain't here for Taylor Swift, with me not being here for her, I still can see that this is fucking wrong. Like, why would you do this? And they're naked. Like, he is showing their whole naked body. It's like they're all... It's like the after... What I read, I guess, it's supposed to be the aftermath of this humongous orgy. That's what it looks like, especially with him panning the camera and breathing all hard. It's like everybody's asleep. It's weird. It's weird, and it's creepy, and it creep. I couldn't finish watching the video. It's like... And it's like 10 minutes long. Like, the video was like 10 fucking minutes long, which is extremely long for a music video. I don't... I don't know if it's... I don't know. So, this video was done after a, a painting from some dude. I can't remember his name, even though I just looked at it. With fake people. <laughs> With yeah, people that's not real. And not real people. But, does there... Like, where does the interpretation come from? I mean, who said that it? this is supposed to be the aftermath of an orgy? I, I mean, does there have to be a before what was happening? You know, because if you see a painting, people don't go and, and create a whole story surrounding the painting. But it's not. It's just what is, what's there. It, but it's not in motion. And it's not. I think the part where he's like panning and breathing like. <sighs> doing that for like minutes <laughs> as he's like panning on everybody's bodies I don't know it's fucking it's not the same as that painting like that does not give me the same I don't really I didn't feel anything when I saw the painting that it's supposed to be likened after that didn't really get like it's whatever it's a painting this though because it's motion I guess is different like it's just it's so creepy I, and distasteful so, because what, what, other, what other reasoning would, like again the painting obviously they came together there for the paint like we take a painting for what it's worth these are living breathing people he's like actively recording them like I don't know it's just I don't know what other reasoning why are they all there so it, you I think if you take any normal rational mind which is everybody that's commenting on this and commenting on it you in the wrong place <laughs> you got to go to a place where unicorns with top hats and monocles exist okay <laughs> that's the place that you need to be in trying to understand what the hell Kanye got going on with this video if you're that. using your sensibilities and your logic and things that make sense and saying you know what this is must after an orgy no you're wrong you're in the wrong place okay I'm trying to get in the I'm trying to get in the mind of a crazy narcissist person. I can't though. I can't get there. Like to me, I, I I I've only watched it once. I don't and I didn't watch the whole thing because I literally my skin felt like it was crawling. Like it is and I know people, you know, want to say that, you know, when when something invokes like a strong feeling, whether it's good or bad, it did its job. This ain't I don't know that that's the case in this. I don't know that that's the case this time. Like this is it's disrespectful for him to like use these people likeness in this way without their permission like that's just not okay it's not okay for you to like have this ongoing battle with taylor swift and then show somebody her doppelganger like her naked ass body like that's not okay that's not okay that that that's the problem that's disturbing that is not okay in this voyeuristic ass way like it's just not okay so tell me this before I go back into that Cause Kanye West made the comment That Taylor Swift Approved She didn't <laughs> Are you certain 
She well. What I, if that? What if she did? What if she did? What if she said you could say something about me in a song? I just cannot imagine. I know it don't make this okay, but well, it doesn't make it doesn't. Again, back to like her and the image that she's trying to uphold. It doesn't make sense that she would say that that was okay. It doesn't make sense that she would say, "Yeah, you can say that." You know, you still think that we might fuck in your song? That's fine. I just can't imagine Taylor Swift being down with that. Or if she's the Taylor you're saying she is, she could have said it's okay and then backtracked on it being okay to use it. To her advantage to make her prepare herself even further into that image because now she got an identified enemy that already done attacked her one time. I ain't even saying that's the case. I was just even with me disliking her as much as I do. I, I now that I I don't know that I feel like she did that. Like, that would make I, her a diabolical genius. It really wouldn't. I that's giving her a lot of credit. I feel like she's so smart. <laughs> she is, but and. Eh. <laughs> just, I, I I think it's more in line, but especially with Kanye's like previous behaviors and his pattern of behavior that he just decided he was gonna fucking do this and did it. Same way that I feel like he just decided he was gonna do this video. He tweeted out, "I'm waiting on somebody to sue me." Like, will somebody sue me already or something to that effect? Yeah, he like, did he did that. The, the, it's this goes this goes in line with his behavior. Like, I feel like that he's. I feel like Kanye's like spiraling. <laughs> I feel like we're watching his like spiral down. Look, look, no, no, this is not a spiral down. This is just an ongoing spiral. <laughs> it's, it's a spiral in the sink. Like if your water was running out in the sink and that shit just never stopped. <laughs> that's what's happening with Kanye. Like it's been this. Well, I mean, he's I feel been like kind of getting worse. He's been loopy. Yeah, his whole career. But I feel like after his worse. mama died, he turned into super loop. but okay so i'm gonna go off of kanye's comment on on his video he said this is a comment on fame this is not anti or pro anybody that's in the video it's just a comment on fame and the people that are in the video are people that have been a part of my success so the narcissistic perspective is that this is about me and these people that are involved are people that have been on my journey to fame he didn't think about nobody else that he was putting in there. He just put people in there that are at the top of day, at the height of some kind of issue or have been at the height of some kind of issue in his life. So one, we talking about the world where unicorns with top hats and monocles <laughs> exist and narcissists being on top of that unicorn. Because that's insane. Do it's you crazy. know how insane that is? It's You're nuts. He's hardly in the video and you didn't just have them in your video. You stripped them naked and put them on like a California king bed and just pan around to their naked bodies constantly during the video. He's in there briefly. Like, most of it is them. Most of it is Kim's whole naked... And that, let me just say this. At this point, Kanye, everybody didn't see your wife's whole body. Like, nobody's impressed. Nobody really gives a fuck anymore, I don't feel like. Because we didn't see it at all. Like, she had the sex tape. At this point, it's just not, like, a shocking anymore. Everybody didn't see her body. But he's hardly in the video. It isn't about you. Like, I get in his mind it is, but it isn't about you. Like, the focus wasn't even on you. The focus is on the fact that you use these these naked-ass bodies. Like, nobody's even talking about you in the video. So, what I read on, on just uh, reading about the video, is that supposed to be Kanye with the camera? Because what I was reading is that it's supposed to be somebody else it's supposed to be like a fan or paparazzi but or if it wasn't somebody him, from if a distance. it wasn't him he would have been in the bed 
He ain't in the bed. Once they start panning and you hear that breathing, he ain't in the bed no more. That's why I thought it was him. Because if it was supposed to be some outside person, Kanye would still be laying there by Kim and he's not. He's missing. So why would he be missing if it isn't him holding the camera? Because he, he, he was in the bed in the very beginning when they panning across. He's there. But when it co- goes to that like first person view where the person's holding the camera... He ain't in the bed no more. He's missing. So that's why. And the brief, it just, I thought that was him. Like, if he had been in the bed, I could see that it was supposed to be somebody else. Well, he's towards not the there end anymore. of the video, when they reshow the bed from the roof and they and they coming up from it, he's in the bed again. So I just didn't know. I didn't know. So he got out in the middle of the video. I don't know. I have to watch. Because I won't watch it for if he was getting know. up or not. <laughs> you I have mean, to let me know because I ain't watching that shit ever again in life. That like that is like some criminal minds. Like it's this is the creepy. thing about life and about smart people. <laughs> Anybody can make anything make the kind of sense that you wanted to make. Anybody can make anything make sense, and people been justifying Kanye's oh, bullshit yeah. for so long yeah. oh my God. that he really can't do nothing wrong in the in the eyes of those fans that he got. And they always gonna justify what he do in the terms of genius rather than you know what, Kanye West is just a fucking creepy dude. Basically. You That's, know? Where <laughs> That's where I'm at. Which I think he's a creepy dude that has some genius tendencies. You yeah. know, if if we won't even call it genius, like he just has some moments of clarity. I just don't. I feel like those are his moments of clarity. I feel like them, <laughs> like that's what that is. It's those are, and even insane people sometimes have moments of clarity. So just like on Ellen when he was talking about he can see sounds, that's new. Like if you could see sounds, Jay Z then would have knew that when they signed you. Yes. They would have knew that what like. I just think that he's he saw he's just that he learned him. about that and was like, "That's what I got." That's what he just saw that somewhere because that, that must is a real be what thing, I got. I'm a genius, exactly. So that's what I got. <laughs> that's what happened with that. Uh, I do want to briefly touch on Lena Durham from Girl, the Creative Girls. Like, said she felt unsafe. While I, I, I you know. I, I was creeped out by the video as well. I just it, it it I find it hard to like agree with anything that she says after nobody really like gave her the shit I felt like she should have gotten for that shit that she said about basically molesting her sister when they were younger. I ain't had shit for that bitch since then. Like that was disturbing to me and I don't know, it's like one disturbing ass person talking about another. I don't know. I I think somebody sent um a link on the website. Uh, not on the website, on Facebook with what she had to say about it. And every time I see her name now, I just see child <laughs> like I just see her like fucking around with her sister. Like that's for me who she's become synonymous with. Mm-hmm. I don't even watch girls cuz I I'm not represented there, so not a show for me, but um eh, I I just can't get with her and anything you know and i mean what she was talking about was this further perpetuating rape culture because of you know non-consent you know kanye west as a man misogyny he didn't ask for any consent he just took these women's naked bodies and put them in there covering up all the men and you know leaving all the women mostly exposed yeah well that's yeah you know so i mean why that's the have, problem like it is a valid message coming from an invalid person still less valid and that's it. i don't know if i i mean i i, just I don't want use that her. to invalidate i don't want that to invalidate 
I don't want it to look like that invalidate rape culture. It doesn't. And her, me- it's not that I disagree with her message. It's just I disagree with her, like as a person, as a human being. Like I think it kind of hurts the message when it's coming from. Because again, like she never apologized for the like she she actually tried to like defend what she said and make it like it wasn't a big deal that is a big deal that mm-hmm. is a big deal if this happens if somebody comes into my office and says some shit like that like that's a report like that's a problem that's 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 not okay you can't be a teenager messing around with your younger so, like that's a problem it's not okay so the fact that she tried to make that okay and then now she's like it's like it doesn't I don't know that it invalidates what she said it just makes it a little ickier well I'm coming from her and I think I'm just I I'm looking at it like I think it speaks more to misogyny than rape culture. I just think that it it speaks more to how men value women's bodies over possession of their bodies. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That, uh, so that's why I'm saying I it has some implications for rape culture, but I think it has more implications for misogyny and what a man think that he can do on this video. With with her or whatever, but Kanye just is a fuck boy these days, and I, I hand shit for him since the first three albums. Every time we talk about him, I say that, but that's the truth. Like I just am not here for him. Yeah. So, yeah. So the BET Awards. <laughs> what happened at the BET Awards? Um, so they did a, an excellent Prince tribute for the most part. Um. They they did it like they broke it out throughout the whole show. Instead of doing like one big tribute, they just did it like throughout the show. Mm-hmm. I love Janelle Monae's performance. I think she did really good. Bilal was my favorite, even though y'all gave him shit. Black Twitter ain't shit. I love you guys. They gave him shit about his hairstyle choice, but he rocked the shit out. He did the beautiful ones, did an amazing job. His falsetto is so close to Prince that it just did really good. Like it sounded good. He did like what Prince did in the Purple Rain video. It was just good. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody liked Jennifer Hudson's. Uh, she did Purple Rain. I liked it. Um, my only problem, and this is just Jennifer Hudson. She take everything to church. I, I just would have liked it if she had kept it more authentic to like print because it was a tribute to him. And then you just take it and make it your own. Like Everybody else kind of kept it close to like how Prince did it. And she just took it to church like her and Fantasia has a tendency to do. Um and oh and uh designer y'all designer. are these memes for designer I hate y'all but I love y'all so hard he did panda designer came out like he had just snorted like four or five lines of coke and then came out and did this he was he couldn't be still like he was bouncing around on the stage he came out in the audience and was bouncing around and they got that candid of of uh fabulous looking at him like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> fabulous explained that it yeah. said he was looking down at his phone when he looked down he was on the stage when he looked up he was like standing next to him because he was just <laughs> running around like a crazy person the whole time that instant react that reaction that shit was so funny yeah that shit was so funny um, i think designer probably wrote the short bus Something wrong with that no kid. No offense to anybody that's ruling the short bus and don't agree with designer, but he just got he just Something wrong with that kid, man. <laughs> like, he just man. wild for nothing. He's like he's like that all the time. Like he's always like just bouncing around. Like I, he has way too much energy. Like that just, I look at him and it makes me tired. Like I don't know how he, he manages to do it. And that song Panda's already a song where it's very hard to understand him. Um anyway. 
And then he was bouncing around so much out of breath that you really like it's a you take a song where you can't understand what the person is saying and then make them out of breath trying to perform this and it's like you ain't got a chance in hell of knowing what the fuck he's saying like i don't know and that was the whole performance like he ain't had nobody on the stage he just was bouncing around panda 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 just out of control out of fucking control Oh, and somebody got a candidate of Maxwell's face. I think it was during Taraji's. She had some. She did some introduction of somebody and said something that I don't. I guess he disagreed with. But there's another meme of his face that people are using for everything. Where he like, uh, like, it's like the fabulous. Uh, she had on like a dress that was like see through or something. And people likened it to a broken iPhone. Yeah, <laughs> like who wore it better? The crack iPhone. <laughs> Y'all ain't shit on Black Twitter. I love y'all. I love y'all so much. I saw a video of Designer where he was doing like a concert show or something. And it was a dude that was, I think, he might have been, I don't know if he might have had Down Syndrome or just might have been, you know, just a slow looking guy. And he picked him up and just started jumping in the air with him. Like, <laughs> it was just, it was hilarious. But it was like, what is he, what is he on? He just picked up a human. <laughs> And just had him over his shoulder jumping with him. And then he put him down and then he finished doing what he was doing. Designer is... I don't know what's going on with that kid. Like, everybody trying to make him out to be this, like, amazing lyricist. I did a stupid in the beat on that Panda song. That song ain't saying nothing. Like, it says the same shit all these other songs. The Panda is supposed to be this fucking particular kind of car that's white and got black outline around the headlights, I guess, so it looks like a Panda. This song ain't about shit. Like, everybody who's trying to make him out to be this lyrical genius and, like, the best is yet to come, I don't see it. I'm sorry. Oh, look. Where the fuck y'all get that look. from? <laughs> he did a freestyle where he was actually rapping, you know? That Timmy, Timmy, not Timmy that. Turner? Not oh, that. okay. Not that. It was something else where it was like it, he, was, he was spitting. Like, I don't know where this... I just believe somebody at a label said, listen, you can be more popular because you can kind of sing. You kind of got a little tone with your with your rap. If you can do the future thing. Future hate him, too. You'll be all right. Future's not here for that shit. Future said he's stole by flow. Future is not here for that shit at all. And Future, like, steal that shit from somebody like the Migos or all of them dudes. Yeah. Like, uh, all the, it's a whole genre of people that's doing that. Yes. And is. I don't know why he thought he would be the first and the last if he was the first. Future. You know, it's just trans. Because he's the future. <laughs> he is not the future. He better not be. Not my future. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> But yeah, that uh, that Timmy Turner thing though, they they turning that into something. It sounds like it might turn into something all right. Cause I liked it. I like that little freshman freestyle thing. I just ain't. Here I mean, I don't. I rap is already not my favorite genre. Just because of like, I feel like they they don't. A lot of these rappers now don't have anything to say that I give a fuck about. I mean, it's only so much money, cars, and holes that I can listen to. Like, I think I'm just kind of over it. I do have, like, I like uh, Kendrick Lamar. I like J. Cole. Like, I like people who I feel like have something to actually say. But all of these motherfuckers that be talking about, like, money, bitches, like, I just don't care. And and y'all ain't living this life for the most part anyway. And I just don't care. Like, I don't. I, a beat does not do it for me. You can't have a fly beat and then I'm just gonna like your song. It's just not how. That's partly why I listen to other genres of music because lyrically I like what they have to say. So I listen to everything but country. Really, I'm not really. I can't. I didn't try it. I can't really get into country music. But 
the beat don't get me. So you're not going to get me with a, a, a fly ass beat and I'm just going to be like, oh, I like that song. Like, if you don't have nothing to say, I don't really have, you, you don't get a listen from me. So rap is already like not my favorite genre anyway. And he just ain't got nothing to say. If I, if he actually has something to say, I'll actually listen. But right now with this panda shit, okay. It's just, it's like a joke. So is Birdman and, and Tony oh, Braxton dating? my. <sighs> Everybody thinks they are. I think you saw something where he was like, they just they cool and they get ready yeah, to do it. Like, she looked like she looked like a kidnapped victim. Like that meme where people are like <laughs> blink twice if you being held against your will. Cause she didn't look even if they're friends. Like she didn't look like somebody who was happy to be there with him. But I think it matters what performance she was looking at. She might have been looking at. She was looking at the camera. See what they were looking at the camera. They were looking. I'm saying yeah. like if. <laughs> Let's say a bad performance for the night had just played and the camera was looking and they looked at like, ain't no context. But most people, when the camera pan to you and you know they looking at you, they, you know, they give a smile. Like, she just looked like a deer in headlights. Like, oh my God. Like, (laughs) she just looked scared. Like, she looked scared. And he just looking like, you bitch, you better not say nothing. Like, <laughs> it just was a weird, that's a weird pairing. And and if, even if they got some music coming out together, why? Like, I just, Birdman? Like, really? I, I don't, I don't know. Birdman, I don't I, Birdman has got the upper hand here. Tony Braxton, the one that's supposed to be knowing better. <laughs> like, Birdman is like, oh, an R&B singer celebrity? Yeah, come on. Tony Braxton is the one supposed to be like, no Birdman, bad Birdman, <laughs> down, down Birdman. Yeah, you know, I wonder what his dating requirements are. Like, ass, like just booty finger. T- okay, see, at least trio. You had to find <laughs> <way> <laughs> to go back to the booty finger. Cause Birdman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, there's, there's all of that conjecture about. His relationship with Young Thug and and Wayne and that whole little squabble shit they had going on talking about I mean, the lovers quarrel. He been kissing his kissing Lil Wayne for the longest. Yeah, he been bringing dudes up on the stage. Yeah, during back that ass up. That shit was so. And y'all have not seen that video because like, what's his that Manny Fresh was like, what the fuck are all these dudes on the stage for? <laughs> That shit is so. If you have not Google that shit, that on YouTube, it that shit is so funny. While That's the I, funniest video. And while I don't believe Baby will ever get into a relationship with a man, nah. I believe that he will have secret relationships with men oh, yeah. and yeah. date women yeah. that don't have a problem with putting a nope. toy no. in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. probably big ones. I hate you so much. I don't know. I don't know what his <laughs> life is like, but he is not giving the he, intel that he's allowed me to gather is not really helping his situation. No, with my dialogue okay. with him. You know, he's trying to put some respect <laughs> on his name. Is you finished? Or is you done? I'm done. <laughs> and finished. Those are synonyms, Birdman. <laughs> Take are me fi- the are same we finished thing. The- Birdman, seriously, <laughs> sir. He just, I don't know. He's stupid. Um. So Jesse Williams gave a speech at the BET Awards. He basically talked about oppression. He talked about cultural appropriation. He talked about black women. The most important thing that he said in that whole speech is if you have a critique of our, what word did he use? Re- uh, str- not the struggle. If you have a critique of our... Uh, reconstruction already. 
resistance. If you resistance. have a critique of our, if you have a critique of our resistance, then you better have a damn sheet record of your support of our oppression. That's the most important thing. So I'm not even going to address Tommy Lauren from the Glenn Beck the Blaze uh, because she one of the people he was telling to sit the fuck down. So yeah. your dialogue is invalidated. Um, Stacy Dash. This bitch. Okay. <laughs> Just first of all, Stacy Dash continuously shows us that she is nothing but a pretty face, and she is vapid as fuck behind that face. That's aging, by the way. But anyway, neither here nor there. She called him a Hollywood plantation slave. What does that even fucking mean? Like the thing, the fact that you don't even know that they were all on the plantation. Like the usual distinction that's made is like field slaves, house slaves. You talking about a plantation slave, bitch? They were all on the plantation. That's where they all live. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're an idiot, and you should sit down and be quiet. Like, I just feel bad. I feel. I actually do feel bad for her because when Fox gets tired of her and tosses her to the side because they fucking will. When they get tired of her being their token, when they get over it, they're going to toss her to the side. And she's alienated the people that have even given her a platform in the first place, right? Because if you look at her filmography... Most of her shits has been black movies. Like she was in Single Girl, Single Ladies on uh, VH1, and that was like Black Hat. Um, uh, Lisa, uh, the brat sister. I can't remember my name right now. Mm-mm. Lisa. Oh, Lisa Ray. Lisa Ray in it. Like outside of Clueless, most of her shit has been like black stuff. So like the fact that you're alienating the people who allowed you to have a little bit of fame that you do have, when Fox gets tired of her and they fucking will, she's just gonna go crawl over. She gonna be just as irrelevant as Dame Dash has kind of become. Like, I just don't understand her and she gets on my fuck, I'm over it. Like you never were, she wasn't a great actress. Like her whole claim to fame has always been her, her, her beauty. And now we are seeing that she just ugly as fuck inside. Like, beautiful outside, ugly as shit on the inside. And she irritates me to no end. Like, she talks with such confidence about shit she knows nothing about. Like, and they let her. They let her. What's going to happen is she's going to become so extreme that Fox News is going to start having to defend in some of the perspectives that black folk, because that's what happened to the last dude that was on. He, like Sean Hannity and him won one episode, and it was about the dude in South Carolina that got shot by the police officer that's mm-hmm. like five steps away. He he started defending the police officer, and, and Sean Hannity was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I mean, we... So it's going to get to a point where they're not going to legit be able to agree with what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Because she's getting more and more extreme in her dialogue about black people because it's getting away from it's getting away from those old conservative ways of perceiving black people and it's just becoming straight offensive now. It's starting to be like Sean Hannity can't say you ain't nothing but a BET plantation slave. He can't say that. No. None of them can say that. <laughs> no. And she getting to the point where she gonna make it awkward for them. They yeah. gonna have to be like, um, Let's move on. Yep. Like and she's gonna she keep me in there. Be in the desk. That's that's what's gonna and continue you know to happen. What? Let me see. I looked her up. I looked her up. And this I, I for the I know she was mixed, but I was thinking that she had some white in there. She don't. Like she's got African American, Mexican, and like Baja Bayan, Bahin. Mm-hmm. She 
Anyhow, ain't no white in there. <laughs> I mean, I ain't expected to be. I, I mean, she just she's least. just been enshrouded in a white world, just like Raven Simone, just like all those actresses that start acting at a young age. They in Hollywood, they're stigmatized, and they put in these certain roles. And a lot of people have to conform. And for people that conform, there are Jesse Williams that can conform and still maintain their cultural identity. And then you got a Stacey Dash that conform and she completely lose her identity. She assimilate all the way over into into that area, not even looking in the mirror and probably seeing a black face when she look in it. You know, but I, I just want to address buying African American and Mexican descent. That's what she is. All brown, nice little mix of brown. I mean. It, <laughs> She ain't gotta be. It's people out there cooning all day long. It's black folks out there that is going to deliver the white man's oh. message all day long, every day. What was his name? With the glasses that was running for president, Ben Carson. Oh, Ben Carson. Yeah. But I just wanted to talk about some stuff surrounding Jesse Williams. So the first thing is, black people, we don't need to be saying David Banner said they've been saying this stuff that Jesse Williams saying. Umar Johnson been saying this stuff that Jesse Williams saying. People saying that, oh, ain't nothing new about what Jesse Williams said. You know, it, it's the same thing that we've been going through. It is the same thing that we've been going through. But look, more people need to say it. We don't need to sit here and say that if somebody say it, nobody can say it. Or only certain people are qualified to say it. And then get mad and say, oh, these people don't use their platform. When they do, you say, well, somebody else already did it. Like, what the fuck? He is going to reach a different audience because it's been a lot of white tears because he owns Grey's Anatomy than David Banner will. Like, to say that he his message is invalidated because somebody said it before is stupid. Either way, people who are saying those things, they don't know of Jesse Williams history and how he's talked out about Black Lives Matter and, and race in Hollywood and oppression. He's been doing this for some time. I think the people who've been saying that just don't know Jesse Williams and think that oh, he just got up here his first time and this is what he's doing. No. You can go look at his track record of what he has done for these systems and these organizations. He won the humanitarian award. That's the spe- He was given the speech because he won the humanitarian award. And if you're wondering why David Banner don't get as much press as he do is because David Banner is talking about bitches getting down on the floor. It's, it's all, look, it's all all good to change it's all good to be different and deliver a different message than you did if he's truly reformed the god box ain't came out just because of all of the stuff that david banner been talking about i want to hit a god box because i wanted to be a message for african-american community when it comes out i'm going to listen to it but <laughs> the reason is because david banner is attached to the original decisions he made with how he wanted to portray himself it's not going to be easy for him to become woke <laughs> Now and get way more play than anybody else out here. I bet that this song is stuck in my head. Real girls get down. I mean, damn. Like Jesse Williams like just pimp. praised black women. He has no history of calling a black woman a bitch. David Banner does. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Shit. So I'm not saying that to invalidate David Banner's message. David Banner's message is meant for a group of people that need to hear it. Jesse Williams' message is made for a group of people that need to hear it. He's going to reach a different group. Umar Johnson, as much as I don't like him, he's made his message is made for a group of people that need to hear him. We need to get a whole bunch of black people that's willing to deliver this message. But what we need to figure out is why Jesse Williams, David Banner, and Umar Johnson ain't in a room coming up with a universal plan, a universal ideal, instead of saying that, oh, Jesse Williams have white, he's not qualified to say this. 
You know what I'm saying? Or Umar Johnson been saying this stuff for so long, so ain't nothing that he said important. Like anybody who says stuff that makes sense is important. And as a culture, colorism has really put us in a position where we're qualifying who can and can't be a part of this shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that. Now, to get into cultural appropriation, because I just want to throw a definition and a little bit more understanding of a cultural appropriation out here, because Justin Timberlake made some comments, and it took us into a whole dialogue about cultural appropriation, because what Jesse Williams was talking about was cultural appropriation, and Justin Timberlake came out and said, hey, I'm inspired, you know? Justin Timberlake was essentially inspired about a dialogue that talked about him and his culture taken from black people. And then he commented to somebody saying that we are one race. So he really reinforced the idea that he don't really understand those dynamics of race and when it comes to cultural appropriation. So just to give a, a general overview about cultural appropriation and what it is, people say on The View, Whoopi Goldberg was like, you know, everybody appropriate everybody. Have you seen a black person with, you know, blonde hair, long blonde hair or, or long straight hair, weaving or wigs? You know, everybody appropriate everybody. You can't take it. So I'm going to tell you about America. White America started off this whole country saying y'all are not fucking invited to the party. Y'all can't come here and join us. If you want to join us, you got to have straight hair. If you want to join us, you can't wear that urban wear you're wearing. If you want to join us, you can't use that ling lingo and language that you've been using. You got to use our stuff. You got to talk like us. So it's not that we were taking something from the other culture. That other culture was telling us we have to have that part of their culture in order to fit in. And so what happened was black America went over to this other side of the street and said, you know what, we're going to start our party in the fucking corner in the underworld. We're going to create some jazz. We're going to create some R&B and soul. We're going to wear our hair in fucking cornrows and bantu knots, which not hadn't really been a fashion style. It's been more of a protective style most of the time other than that. We're going to wear our urban wear how we want to. We're going to speak. We're going to use this language that we like. We're going to do that. You know, and then the party started getting live over there. And white America, from looking in their little parties that they wouldn't let us in, that we still barely invited to, said, hey, I like that shit that's going on over there. I think I want to go over there and see what they fucking got going on. <laughs> and so they go over there and they say, you know what? I like them fucking cornrows and shit. We're going to get down and take it to our party. Bo Derry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, we're going to go get this lingo. You know, they're saying stuff like lit. And, and and that's trash and you know low key we I'm gonna, I'm gonna take those words and we're gonna bring them over here we're gonna put them in our party saying lit just <laughs> by the way please stop saying we're this gonna shit. bring them to our party oh that urban wear that that is that's a good style we're gonna take that one and the thing is what white America has the power and the platform to do is to make those things theirs and monetize them when you put a culture in a position where they have to create their own culture you can't be mad at that culture for trying to protect it. If you try to take it away from them, i.e. dream catchers in, in uh, Native American culture, it's all over paintings, it's all over tattoos that people that probably don't know where its origins come from. Mm -hmm. Same thing for tribal tattoos. It's probably more white people out here with tribal tattoos than anything, and it's a bunch of white people that have no idea what it is. They just like how it looks. So cultural appropriation is just the idea that you're taking something from a culture, and you also have the power and the platform to neutralize the importance of it to that culture and that's what cultural appropriation is about that's the problem in cultural appropriation you can't really take something from white people because white people have made us use their things to be acceptable you have to straighten your hair to get a job in some places you can't get a hair you can't get a job with dreadlocks in some places but when they but the things that we have had on ourselves in our culture that they have said we can't be a part of america for that for they want to come and take it and use it and now it's just hip 
Now it's just trendy. And it's something that you can tur- turn off tomorrow. Like, Kylie Jenner can turn off her cornrows tomorrow. But the woman in the military who they said you can't wear your cornrows as a protective style, she that that's her life. That's her life problem because of her hair. And so... That's what cultural appropriation is. That being said, I don't believe an individual can appropriate. I don't think that Justin Timberland can appropriate. Timberlake can appropriate. I don't think any white person can appropriate something that we have identified truly as ours. Like, it's a thousand active R&B artists out there. And it might be 50 white ones in it. Like, none of them, even if all 50 of them got together, they couldn't say we taking this shit. They just can't. They not going to be able to take it. They're not going to be able to distribute it as theirs. I think that people have a problem with him using black culture as a way to gain. And a lot of people believe that his whiteness allowed him to gain more than he would otherwise. The problem I have with that is that make it sound like it would be easy for any white person to be a part of that system. You know, it would seem that any white person just come in and do it mediocrely and then become successful. Statistics don't show that. It's not that many white people that gain that much success. Now, them being white might give them a whole fan base that a black group of people won't have because they're white, but it's not as if they're taking over that thing. So I don't believe that Justin Timberlake can appropriate that on his own. Now, if you have a problem with him using black culture in a monetary fashion and not recognizing it as such, I understand that because that's that's why Eminem don't get the same criticism because Eminem grew up in this life. Eminem brought black people on into this situation when you know he got an opportunity he has always regarded hip-hop as something that the founders and praising and recognizing them justin timberlake don't do that and i think that's the problem with his form of cultural appropriation and gaining off the black community he don't recognize it as anything different than him just being a successful white dude in the world he's in you know and that's what comes with that we're, as the the sooner you see that we're all one race, you know what I'm saying? We're not all one race, and your race does have an impact on how the world has existed in this situation. But I'm sorry, I had to I had to go off on that. <laughs> I have a lot more to say, but I don't have the time to say it. <laughs> so that's what I got for that. Alrighty, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hot, sweating like hell now. <laughs> <laughs> you, did of all of that. you did a rant. I usually do the rants. You did a rant this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. I ain't expected. I ain't playing for it to go like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't plan for mine to become rants either. I think it's real loud too. So I, th- I think you're going to have your work cut out of it. Because <laughs> I'm yelling in this thing for real. <laughs> anyway. any You got anything else on your mind? Um, I do not. Well, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla. Thank you.